Broadcasting Network. Here's some good kind of like what we're dealing with from the Daily Mail. MAGA supporters call for Governor DeSantis to deploy National Guard to protect ex-president at Mar-a-Lago from possible arrest and plan a patriot moat at Florida Mansion as GOP chiefs accuse Manhattan DA of abusing his power. So like uh, Mike Cernovich is one of them. Um. And Stu Peters, Cernovich, for his part, demanded DeSantis refuse to extradite the former president, even offering a statement for the Florida governor to use. I will not extradite a presidential candidate to a Soros DA who allows violent criminals to roam free until there has been a proper legal review conducted under Florida law. Um, and so if DeSantis signs that extradition request, his, pol- his political career, as we know, it will be over. He'd be worse than Pence. Um, if he doesn't sign them, if he becomes a hero to MAGA and possibly becomes the de facto nominee for 2024. <clears throat> Stu Peters tweeted, if Ron DeSantis is the conservative hero he projects himself to be, he should refuse to honor the arrest warrant for a president and exile Trump and send the Florida National Guard to Mar-a-Lago to ensure Trump's protection. Anything less proves DeSantis is a fraud. Uh, so you see the ratcheting up of some of this already uh let's take caesar in new york good evening good evening robert how are you today i'm all right man what about you i was just hanging in there robert i've uh i know i know i know uh, know a lot of people that lost a lot of money in the banks uh i know someone that lost uh, a lot of money at signature 100k and they drilled out the safety deposit boxes it kind of reminds me of October of 1907, and then you had, what was it, 1929, and then you had Black Tuesday, 1930, and then the Great Depression, 1933. So, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Caesar, repeat this about the safety deposit boxes now. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, my nurse had an account in Manhattan, and Mm -hmm. she lost 100000 and they drilled out of a box. Wow. So what she have in what she have inside the safety deposit box? Any a lot of valuable stuff or what? Um, to be honest with you, Robert, I got a lot of respect for you. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't know. I didn't ask because it's none of my business. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And at the end of the day, you know, she was uh, suicidal. I told her, listen, you know, we came here with nothing. We leave with nothing, and there's no luggage racks on the back of the hearses on the way to the cemetery. Unless uh, you've seen luggage racks on the back of a hearse. I haven't yet, as of yet. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so, you know, I, listen, I'll be honest with you, because I keep it real. I listen to you on Sunday nights because you're the king of Sunday. I think you're the only guy out there that's real, because a lot of these talk show hosts, I don't know if they're out there as an escape valve for the people, because I see things worsening and worsening yeah. and worsening, and, and all, all they everything is just... You know, talk and smoke and mirrors. And at the end of the day, could everybody be down with this with this program? Could everybody be a part of it? Look, 
I listened today to the uh, mayor of New York talk, and he says, oh, we are a great country. We are a corporation as of 1871. That's why you have the organic constitution, which is lowercase in constitution for the United States. And yeah. you have the one that's the corporation constitution of the United States. Yeah, the de facto. So, yeah, yeah. The de facto. So when you hear all these politicians talking about we're a democracy, we're a country, you know, you say to yourself, the goyim out there regurgitate this and they repeat this because they don't know, they don't know what's really going on. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. Like, well, you know, here, here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. We are a country as far as the idea and like kind of like the ethos still in some aspects, but on paper. No, that was ripped out from under us a quite a while ago, and now they inserted another piece of paper in there, and so we're under a different organization uh, as far as the documents all go. But I mean, the people are still, you know, the some of the some of the people still got Americana in their in their spirit, in their in their blood, and so forth. But there's been a lot of hoodwinking and bamboozling that's been that has happened over all this whole time so now yes we are an empire um that's fading fast and <clears throat> you know it was it was this was all laid out a long time ago but yeah we're 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 going to headed for some definite turbulence like the turbulence that killed that uh <laughs> lady from the clintons the other day <laughs> Hey, look, Robert, um, you got these cops who are glorified security officers. They're supposed to be registered with the Secretary of State, and they're not. They're abusing the the uh, the, uh, the sheeple, right? And, uh, I mean, you know, like every, everything. Look, I was reading an article. Do you think that Fetterman is dead? They said Fetterman and Feinstein have died. Have you heard anything about that? Yeah, I mean, people have been... <clears throat> People have been looking for signs of life, especially for Fetterman. Now, Feinstein, <clears throat> I haven't been paying attention as far as, you know, uh, whether people are worried about whether she's still alive or not. But Fetterman, definitely, the guy goes away for, supposedly for clinical depression. And <clears throat> we haven't seen any. We've just seen photos, right? And then somehow he's miraculously co-sponsoring legislation. <laughs> I mean, listen, Robert, like I said, man, I think you're the only real talk show host out there. I listen to a lot of these talk show hosts, and I watch them sugarcoat everything. People call in, and they want to say something, and they cut them right off the air. So, you know, hey, listen, at the end of the day, it's nothing but smoke and mirrors. It's a dog and pony show. We're in the Matrix, which is that world they pulled over our eyes to blind us from the truth that we're born into this mental, emotional, and spiritual prison. We can't see the bars around us. And uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know. Your opinion is much is worth much more than mine. But I see this country totally gone. I'm in the communist state of New York, and it is okay. it's just unbelievable. They're not making any arrests. People are walking into the Walgreens, the Rite Aids. They're stealing everything off the shelves. All the stores got to shut down because they can't survive. It's just like like it's like all by design. And you got like you were saying today. Well, I'm seeing those. I'm seeing these poor guys. I'm seeing these poor guys running these bodegas getting blown away. I mean, God, up there, it's it's crazy. Well, in New York, what they're doing is they prosecute the victim now instead yeah. of the criminal. 
Yeah. Well, that's just like the London, the UK model. See, they that they're they're using that same kind of um, blame the victim model that they implemented on the UK a while back, and so so they bring it here next, and then of course they implement it in the areas controlled by the Marxists. You know, I live in a Marxist right, right. area too. I live in a Marxist-controlled right. area. The, they don't call them I, Marxists, I, though. They call them progressives. Yeah, well, it's the same thing. But you know, same dude, thing, right. I'm seeing these, I'm seeing these kids running around in these freaking muscle cars, and they're doing. Uh, that's all you hear is these 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 motors just whoa. I mean, all day, all night. They don't. The the fear of the cops is gone. They know that the cops ain't doing squats. So then, these people have all become emboldened. They know we're living in a basically lawless kind of construct now but you know you'll eventually get caught you do some dirt you kill somebody around here you'll eventually get caught but if you're in the city of st louis uh you got a good chance of walking at you know on a murder rap because you you might get locked up and you might sit for a couple months or whatever and then guess what kim gardner's office she's not going to show up <clears throat> when your court date they're going to the judge is going to dismiss the case Seven thousand felonies. Seven thousand felonies, and she only prosecuted like seventeen hundred of them. Serious felonies. But, but look at a a, a life put over there in Chicago. Somebody told me that uh, I don't know that something happened with her. Look at her. I mean, Chicago. I mean, you, I mean that's yeah. insane. What was going on in Chicago? Yeah, she's she's out. You know, now you've got a now you've got a two. Two progressives that are going to go up against each other. Um, one community organizer type like Obama and another guy that was head of the uh, public school system. But he seems much more pro-police and that sort of thing. But, you know, it's a one-party system, just like California, just like St. Louis. It's a one-party system. Democrat Party, which is basically equivalent of the CCP. <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. Listen, Robert, um, don't these people know that if this country, I mean, this corporation, excuse me, falls, right, whatever's left of the of this republic, right, if this falls, don't these people know that their heads are going to be the first ones to roll on the guillotine? You think that these globalists are going to want a people that betrayed their own kind? I mean, I mean, I don't understand them with this Marxism. I mean, I just don't, I just don't get it. You got to look at the models: Cuba, Venezuela, uh, China. Remember that the Lee family, spelled L-I, is is one of the ones that backed Mao against uh, Chiang Kai-shek, and the CIA provided the weapons to Mao. So, I mean, like, yeah. and, and, and I mean, just, just, yeah, I just, you know, this is just like, and now this banking crisis, this, this is really serious stuff. I mean, this, this is. This is a systemic crisis, and, and and the sheeple are out there walking oblivious to it. They have, like, no idea of what's coming down the pike. They're just out there like everything is, you know, like everything is, it like, you know, like, oh, we're going back well, to normal. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, think about this. Think about this. They've, they've already started this whole mantra of everybody's moving their money to the too-big-to-fail banks. Wells Fargo, Chase. JP Morgan, so forth. And then so therefore, 
they're gonna they're gonna run everything into these six banks, and then boom, the CBDC the CBDC can roll out that much easier. Because see, everybody's gonna be scared to keep their money in a regional bank or credit union or what have you. You know, I'm watching I'm watching bit shoot videos of people that are in credit unions saying, "Hey, I'm getting letters from my credit union." Blah 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 blah. <clears throat> so everybody's getting scared. They're trying to run into these big, huge conglomerate banks because they think that they're going to be safe there, but they don't realize you're you're running into the spider's web even further because see then your money's going to be with them and then you're going to they're going to say everybody's got to go on this central bank digital currency system, you got to take basically the precursor to the mark of the beast and then next thing you know they'll collapse it to a point where it's like hey there's been so much fraud, wasted, and blah, 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 blah. Everybody's got to take this kind of a biometric system that's tied in with your social credit score and all the rest of this stuff. And so you can see the consolidation here that, that's moving. It's a foot, and a lot of people are going to run right into it. Well, the consolidation, uh, Robert, is they did the, uh, the shekel shuffle. That's mm-hmm. what the consolidation is. Yeah. The Israelis took billion out of that bank, you know, Peter Thiel and all them. They told all their people to get out, and then all these people, they yanked all this money out. And then uh, here comes, uh, and then the Chinese are going to get made whole, all those investors. But then some of these American people are going to get left out to dry. Watch. If you're not part of the club. What do you think about Putin? You think he's part of this new world order? He's controlled? I mean, what do you think is going on? I mean, he's now with the with the communist Chinese, right? I mean, is yeah. this all smoke and mirrors? Is this all a dog and pony show? I mean, are they all in on this together? Well, I, I, I would love for Putin to be a real Orthodox Christian nationalist that rejects communism and so forth and so on. Um, Unfortunately, I think he's playing in this role in the in the Kazaria 2.0 project perfectly, and he's always been buddied up with the Marxists in um, Central and South America. There, those relationships have never never withered, and it looks like the the relationship with the CCP is flourishing, and so. Uh, I don't like how this looks on the political chessboard. It looks like they're all just gearing up to smash us. So, <laughs> do you think that's really Putin, or do you think that that's someone there that's pretending? Because it doesn't look like the original Putin. Yeah, yeah. Really I, I, I I realize I've seen all those photos, and this could be. Well, a lot of these guys get plastic surgery too. Um, to look to look younger or what have you, uh, it doesn't look like the original Putin, but that doesn't mean that it's not the same person. Uh, I mean, look at Kamala Harris before she and I. And if you've been listening to this broadcast, as soon as I saw her getting all that plastic surgery after she got uh, took that shellacking, I was like, she's probably going to be on the ticket or something, and then, and then it ended up happening. So, uh, I, you know, I, looking at all these people like, you know, Mike King from Real History Chan, and he talk about Biden in a mask and the, the fake White House set. And it's so hard to discern these things. Um, yeah. But I got some calls right. stacking up, Caesar. Um, all right, Robert. Good. Yeah, listen, hey. I, don't think, I don't think Biden's going to see any jail time, nor is Hunter. 
Well, I think Biden's up for at least the 25th Amendment, if not for some sort of a um, sympathy op soon when they when they take him out and, and use that for a big sympathy op like they got Jimmy Carter on ice, probably waiting for some big sympathy op as well. So, um, yeah, we'll have to keep our eyes on it. But, yeah, things are moving very quickly and who knows how long we have left before um lead starts flying in the streets and and we go yeah, to I don't uh, think we, yeah we yeah we don't got long robert we don't have we don't have long it's it's uh we don't have too long yeah all right man take care of yourself thank you thank all you all right let's all right see it doug in california what's happening hi there robert uh hey. an update today was that uh and this is not my main point but just a quick update was that ubs financial acquired credit swiss or two, uh, three point two billion today, and yeah. that is another player on the shuffleboard. Yeah, both companies originate out of Switzerland, so I don't know what the master plan there is. But what hey, I wanted remember, to remember, 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 like in all the movies, like the crime movies throughout, like the seventies, and it, oh, he's got so much in a Swiss bank. Oh, everybody yeah. puts their money yeah. in these Swiss <laughs> bank accounts. <laughs> now everybody's like, well, "Hey, wait a minute! What happened to the Swiss bank accounts?" <laughs> well, UBS Financial primarily is wealth management for rich yeah. people, right. and so without going down the trail, I think they're going to use that money. The people that are wealthy are going to have to pay the little people with the digital currency. They're going to convert, and there's not going to be any more checks, no more cash, and now you're going to take the digital currency, or you get no payment. But right. my more important thing I've been wanting to call in about, there's a book that I've never heard mentioned that I've read that is the backstory to what's going on with the money kings of the world. And that book title is The Great Red Dragon by L.B. Woolfolk, W-O-O-L-F-O-L-K. It's available free, PDF on the Internet Archive. It was written in 1889. And he was describing how it all originated really with the East India Company. And the East India Company would eventually acquire all control of every resource in the globe, Mm. from gold, oil, cotton, everything. It's an incredible book, a must-read to determine and understand how they're doing what they're doing now. All we're getting right now is, oh, the Jews did this, and the Jews are in power here, and this and that. What they are are their money kings, and they are the ones that actually set up the city of London, which we think the Crown Corporation is the big head. It's not them. They're actually less than a mile or very close by, and I can't remember the name. It's in the book. Freddle book or some stupid little name of a building where the Jew money kings reside. And huh. from that originated from the East India Company, trading company. So right, right. this guy did an incredible breakdown of how they created the power agents with their money and mm-hmm. destroyed the independence by empowering with money people like Vanderbilt, J.P. Morgan, Rockefeller, none of these people became fabulously wealthy in a year or two. Yet when you read the history books, they sure did. And where did they get that? It was like people, 
they were influxed with foreign money power into the United States to create the agenda that they are now in control of now. It's almost like a fruition of this master plan. It is a must-read for people to want to know how they got to where they are today. It's an incredible book. Okay, man. Anything else? That's it. I wanted to get that have, to you. I think yeah, I'm a... I'm, I'm going to look that up when I get off the air, and I'll and I'll I'll make a put it on my desktop so I can start digging through it. All right, it's man. The, take it's care. the foreign money power in the United States is the subtitle to the Great Red Dragon. Wolfolk, look it up. I love okay, it, man. Thank you. All right, see ya. Uh, let's take Leonard in Washington. What's up, Leonard? Hey, um, I just wanted to make a point about the CBDCs and yeah. uh, something that nobody's talking about at least i don't hear anybody talking about it um you know you have you have two competing factions here for uh, two existing blockchains that are are going towards this cbdc of where we're heading we're that's ethereum and it's the xrp yeah which i know which i know you've been talking about when you call in xrp a lot ripple and here here's here's where you can see this most uh, the most where you can see it is in the Ripple SEC lawsuit that's going on right now. It's been going on for two years. It's funny that you know you have guys like Terra Luna, FTX, Heather, just complete corruption. The SEC never stepped in to do any of that, but they went out of their way in 20, I think it was 2021, the end of 2021, to go and sue Ripple, who was going you know, following all the rules, meeting with the SEC, well, you know, trying to be, you know, establish, you know, good rules to, you know, operate in this, uh, you know, in the crypto sphere. Now, what's interesting is that if you, if you know, I've been following the case since it started, and what's been shown is that there's this massive corruption that's been going on between the SEC and the Ethereum Foundation. Ethereum has been given a free pass through this whole thing, and it turns out that, uh, you know, J.P. Morgan is like the controlling interest behind this whole thing. Now, I mean, why is this important? Gary Gensler, who is the SEC chairman right now, you know, he's all nobody up ever mentioned... He's all MIT, Sam Bankman-free crap. Yeah, they were all up there together. Right, but... And he was also the chief financial uh, CFO for the Clinton campaign during 2016, and people never mentioned that part. Yeah, so, he was he was I the head of the CFTC under Obama too, Commodities right, Future exactly. Trading Corporation. Yeah. So what I'm what I'm saying here is is that this whole thing about this lawsuit was really to try to shut these guys was try to shut Ripple down. So that they're who they the horse that they wanted to go in there, which was Ethereum. The problem with Ethereum was was that it was a proof of work, you know, just like Bitcoin, and you know, it's a failed. It just doesn't work. It doesn't. It's not scalable. It's expensive and slow. So they've been they've been working on switching over to proof of stake. Well, they finally got there, but you know, it's the system is still bogged down. You know they're trying to they're trying to roll this thing out and they're trying to extend this lawsuit because you know I'm not saying 
that this is a good guys versus bad guys. It's probably more, you know, a bad guy versus worse guy. You know, I don't yeah. know how this thing yeah, yeah. is going to, yeah. you know, turn out. But I can tell you that one side of this coin, okay, you know, the Clintons, the Obamas, the J.P. Morgans, the Genslers, those types are, have all been trying to, you know, push Ethereum, delay Ripple, okay? Right, I right. mean, two factions here. If you if I had to see you know take a side of you know the, the interest where you see Russia and China and India the BRICS and those types are pushing for you know I think that those are going to be the guys that you see backing Ripple now the lawsuit is ending here shortly their summary judgment is due as soon as maybe the end of the month we'll see what happens. But, you know, I can tell you that if, if you, you know, reading all the stuff that I do and watching, like, all these things that come out there, one of the things that, you know, Ripple makes it kind of like a, or XRP makes it kind of a level playing field, whereas, you know, with, there's no controlling country like the United States that gets to dictate who uses SWIFT or any of that type of stuff. And, you know, if you transfer, let's say it goes to China, well, you know, is Russia and India, you know, going to want to have to listen, you know, to what China has to say or let them dictate the system? I think what you're looking at is kind of like a a third party that sits above all of that type of stuff. And I don't know who who these third party guys are going to be, right? Mm-hmm. But it kind of sits above a nation state status where all of these guys like nobody's crappy economic policies or bullying or whatever get to dictate how trade is done you know after this this reset gets settled like i said i think it's it's uh we're in the middle of of seeing who's going which side is going to uh you know, win this thing. I mean, personally, I think it's going to be XRP, but, you know, Ethereum, and you got powerful interests right, there, right. There, you know. So I don't, and I'm not saying either one of them is going to be good. I'm just saying that this is the, these are the, this is the battle line that's happening right now. And I, I think like if people kind of, if you, if you know who the players are that are competing you know, for this whole CBDC, you'll get a, a much sharper, uh, you know, look at who, you know, how this is going to roll out in the future. Really pay attention to that Ripple SEC case, because I think that's going to determine, um, like, the future of where where we're going. If, if they win, you know, they're going to they're gonna get, you know, they're going to have a, a clarity that no other crypto company or digital asset will have and on the other side of the coin if if you know the favor rules against them or if they get drug into supreme court or, or whatever you know that's obviously i think that fares better for ethereum but i don't know we'll have to see how it turns out i gotcha yeah um that's interesting um with bitcoin ethereum and xrp because you know el salvador is sitting there on this bitcoin system and uh it's 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 wild to watch this flesh out a lot of people are very leery of ethereum and saying it's 
basically just a central bank model on a digital platform it is. and they could yeah and they could really, just expand so, yeah it, it's just expand you know the coins as far as they want just like fiat currency and so forth so uh exactly all right man uh thanks for the call we'll see everybody on the other side truth you're listening to republic broadcasting network real news real talk real people because you can handle the truth my name is john i'm the founder of blackout coffee and i started uh, blackout because i really love coffee i've always loved coffee and after traveling so much to europe south america and trying so many different coffees that were so good and uh, every time i came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee... You have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, Independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. My name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it, and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumers' house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get. And you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10.
Despite the heavy load that on our shoulders goes, we march towards the raging storm. Unto the battlefield, where we shall never yield. From our loved ones, we are torn. With gleaming swords and shining shields, a flag. Incendiary Radio on the Republic Broadcasting Network. Um, I wanted to get this short clip in, and this is for any of you that have mortgages. And this is definitely something to look into um, because if it is, and this one's called Beat the Banks. Uh, Mr. Producer, if you want to play uh, that section of clip one. I understand finance. I don't understand how money works. Uh, specifically in relation to interest rates, they don't understand how compound interest works. So I tell people this all the time. If you have mortgages, if you have loans, uh, the best way to beat the banks is to stop playing their game. The reason why banks want you to pay mortgage rates monthly is because they rely on a thing called compound interest. A compound interest accrues over the course of that 30 days. You make a payment. Say if your mortgage is $1,000, 70% of that is interest, 30% of that is on the capital of the loan. So essentially, per month, you're making, you're paying $700 in interest. Now, how do you beat them? Well, you need to stop the compound interest from accruing. So, how do you do that? If you're making, if you're paying $1,000 a month, pay an extra $30 and pay $1 per day to your bank. Because as you say, as I said earlier, compound interest goes up over the course of the month, and then it goes, when you make the payment, it goes bang, down 70%. If you make $1 payment per day, it goes up. First day, you make a payment, it goes, oh shit, back down to zero. Make another payment the next day, dollar, oh, it goes down to zero. If you do that for 30 days, the end of that 30 days, that mortgage payment that you make will be 100% on the capital that you have on that loan. You will pay a big fat zero in interest. Absolutely zero in interest. And you will end up cutting your mortgage from 25 years down to about five. Now, the trick with this, and it's another reason why the banks and all these people, they want you to... Uh, to be on fixed interest rates, because if you're on a fixed interest rate, you can't do this strategy. You can't do this because you're a fixed, you're locked into a fixed interest rate. The only way that it works is if you do it on a variable rate, because obviously it drops the interest rate to zero. Well, day one, pay dollar, zero. Day two, zero. Day three, zero. Zero, zero, and so on. Till you get to the end of that month when you pay your mortgage repayment, 100% of it goes on to your capital of your loan. So the banks don't make any money, 
and you pay off your loan in about a fifth of the time. And you can do this with credit cards, you can do this with car loans, anything that has a variable interest rate, you can do it. And you can beat the banks. Now obviously the trick here is to make sure that uh, you can do this, you have the opportunity to do this. Uh, they can't stop you from doing this, though. obviously they will try to stop you from doing this. They don't like people doing this, they don't like people having this knowledge. Uh, which is why they try to say, oh yes, go and get a better interest rate. <laughs> no, just stop paying interest. Nobody out there needs to be paying interest. Get smarter. Be better than the banks. I mean, 90% of the world's population don't even know what mortgage stands for. So mortgage is a Latin word. Uh, and it's one of the yeah, reasons why they stopped teaching Latin in the world, in schools, in the 90s. Because they don't want people to understand. Most reserve bank charters, most banking charters, are written in Latin. Uh, that's why they stopped teaching it. But the point I'm trying to get to is mortgage is a two-part Latin word. Mort, in front of my finger, so mort stands for, well, what do they do at a mortuary? At a mortuary, they bury dead people. So mort stands for death. Gage, in Latin, stands for pledge. So a mortgage is essentially a death pledge between you and the bank. They never, ever expect you to pay it off. It's modern-day indentured slavery. So oh, my goal stuff, and my yeah. reason um, for doing this. Now, I I saw that, and that would be a very fascinating concept to kind of research to see. Obviously, that guy's from, like, uh, New Zealand or Australia, but it's probably if you're on some sort of a, an adjustable rate mortgage here, it would be interesting to have an automatic payment go to that bank for a dollar a day and then see what happens when you pay that um, your mortgage payment to see if that is true, that that does pay down straight, strictly at the principal and you're not getting hit with compounding interest over that month. So I figured I would put that out there. That's a pretty pretty interesting concept. If, if, if true, that we could get that off, uh, wow, think about uh, you know the amount of um, – trouble that would cause these damn banks uh miles in maine what's up man we got miles all right <clears throat> yeah gotcha. robert hey what's up r squared r squared how you doing buddy yeah i'm all right Hey, I heard something like that, and I'm wondering if this is like just a, a different angle on it. But I heard, say, you have a 20, uh, 30 year mortgage, and you make one payment a year extra, one total payment a year extra, which kind of comes into that uh, once a month uh, situation or 30 straight mm -hmm. days. But uh, I heard it'll take your uh, 30 year mortgage down to a 23 year. Really? Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's interesting because when you're talking about he, – he's talking about the interest compounding over that month. So if you pay – I guess if you just pay something on it, it, it knocks the rate, if it's a variable rate, back down on a daily basis because it's getting a payment. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Pretty, yeah. Fa pretty fascinating. Yeah, and, you know, I wanted to uh, say, you know, if Trump comes back, 
And uh, it'll be worth it just to hear the liberals squirm and scream and whatever they do. <laughs> yeah. You know, just for the just for the the media effect of getting the sound bites of watching them play with Play-Doh and cry and go to their counselor. But uh, I think he needs to get somebody out of the entire system like Mike Lindell. I mean, I think he should take a look at considering that, uh, depending on how they get along. Who knows how that relationship is. But I think that would be something worth uh, Trump, something that he might be able to be, you know, rely on. And then I was going to tell you, Robert, uh, you know, I'd like you to see this movie, The Trojan Horse. It came out about 30 years ago out of Canada, and it talks about all the stuff about doubles uh, in the, uh, you know, the the governmental uh, politicians having doubles and masks uh-huh. and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. You know, this it was called Trojan Horse, and if you can find it, it I'd like to hear your review on it. Okay. But, uh, also, there's there's a guy at RBN that used to be here, Jack McLam. Uh-huh. He wrote this Project Vampire Killer 2000. Yeah. And you can still get it on the Internet. And, and it's so relevant to everything going on. I mean, he talks about all this happening and the green movement and uh, really just quite an interesting publication. And uh, I think a guy like you reviewing any of this material, and of course, given your uh, own, you know, dissertation on it, I think it'd be valuable to the network and the, and the uh, callers and listeners. Okay. The Trojan and Horse. One, yeah, Trojan Horse out of Canada, and then of course, Vampire Killer Two Thousand. While while you can get it, I can't believe that it's still out there because it's really a an eye opener. But, you know, also, Robert, you're right there in St. Louis, and I know you uh, you got your eyes wide open and you're on everything, but uh, this 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 poor doggone homeless guy that got executed. Oh, yeah. I was I reading mean, an article have, about by his mom put out that the guy was, uh, he went kind of crazy and paranoid, and um, he was a successful business guy, and he's he was married and had kid and everything. And then he went crazy and he, he ripped the, uh, he ripped the, um, outlets out of the walls of his houses. He thought people were listening to him through there and all kinds of stuff. And his mom would send him money and he was, he was like kind of all over the place and he ends up in wow, St. Louis. And then the guy, like uh, <laughs> well, like he, well, anyway, <laughs> he, he he uh he ends up in St. Louis and he has a short argument with that dude and the dude freaking just blew him away. That's ridiculous, insane. And you know yeah. what? Yeah, I mean, if they don't, you know, there's got to be some type of legal recourse or something when these people aren't protecting Americans and the and the guy's lowest down on your life, a guy like that, you know, uh, it's just gut wrenching. You know, this this is not the kind of America we've ever known. You know. Yeah, I mean, when you when you when when you look at these vloggers that go through Skid Row and go through San Francisco, down by the Federal Building, go through Portland and Seattle and uh, Philadelphia, Kensington Avenue, and you just look at the human wasteland. I mean, it's human wreckage all throughout our country this fentanyl 
and then they they're mixing it with this xylazine, this trank, this horse tranquilizer, which causes open sores all over the body. And then they're they're fine, yeah. They're finding this drug in, mixed with all the fentanyl now that's going in. It's all over California now too, to where now you're going to just see the seeping wounds that start developing on these people because that 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 tran- tranquilizer uh, it, it's not fit for human consumption. And uh, well, I guess Beagle Report is going to get a little help. Well, that's what I mentioned earlier. I was like, gosh, uh, every week you're like, my gosh, the Deagle projections. Everybody's like, oh, no way. It's 2022. Ain't none of that going to happen in three years. And now we're in 2023, and everybody's like, oh, crap. It's possible. Yeah. <laughs> and, that Trump, and that Trump speech where he says if some, if some guy gets in here, you don't know what he's going to do. And that speech he gave, it's like, oh, my goodness. But, uh, yeah, this this stuff with all these drugs, you know, like you were mentioning, I forget what this drug is that eats up their body, but uh, here's the thing, you know, who all does these things? Like, you know, it's like they showed the Trump audience, the guy with the horns and all that, he wasn't a Trump guy, he was an infiltrator, you know? Who does all these drugs and this kooky stuff? These liberal kooky Democrats, uh, Pelosi's husband, I mean, who does all this kooky stuff? The regular everyday guy... Yeah, we're just He's working a, hard trying to pay bills. Well, and he he drinks a little beer and he might smoke a little grass, but yeah, he's trying right, to hold down. A, he's yeah, he's at, trying to hold down a job. Least. Yeah, he's trying to hold yeah. down a job and provide for people. Where all these other people are like, oh, the, this they all, that's this why these people all want that UBI, that universal basic income, so they can lay around and play video games and get high. I mean, well, you're not going to support these illegal invaders in this uh, war in the Ukraine on that. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> I, I'll tell you what, I'm I'm convinced that based part of this agenda is to some of the most prime real estate in the United States. You put these Soros prosecutors in, they go completely soft on crime. Then all the good people got to move out for pennies on the dollar, right? And then yeah. they're gonna they're gonna sell this stuff to the Chinese and investors and everything else. Uh, you, you know, you're I read talk- a great book. I read a, read a great book about that. It was called The Sovereign Individual by a. Uh, 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 I'm trying to think of the guy's name. Uh, Dale Davidson, something. But he was. They were from Europe, and they wrote this book. And uh, it it walks right into just what you're saying, Robert. Mm-hmm. Well, you blight you blight an area, um, artificially blight it through what you just create a bunch of junkies, and then you don't do nothing with them. You just let them look at. I mean, if you watch Kensington Avenue in Philadelphia, you'll be like, "My gosh, this is like zombie." So, like a movie out of his, you know, like Dawn of the Dead or something. And uh, you know, eventually, you know, if when they bring forth the totalitarian, the red terror. You think the Red Terror squads are going to let all these junkies just be laying around? No, those people will all be liquidated because they're going to be yeah. burdens on the state. This, you know, uh, they'll be they'll be viewed at as basically undesirables. I mean, yeah, look exactly. what the Chinese look what the Chinese do with their dopers. They get rid of them. Oh yeah. Well, they know it's, what to do, you know, and they know they're the liberals, but. 
But, uh, you know, exactly what you said, Robert. I mean, you look at every one of these big uh, cities in America, they're all democratically blue state controlled. They all have all these massive problems, and they're all facing this kind of stuff. Well, what's crazy is they're they're not in blue states. They're in some of these. A lot of them are in red states. Like look at Texas with Houston and Dallas. Uh, look at look at uh, yeah, Missouri. Houston, Houston and, and Dallas are pretty liberal. I know, but what I'm saying, they're in a red state. They're blue cities that are well, pop. They're inside of a red state, and then just like St. Louis yeah. and Kansas City, uh, um, these are like very far left um, cities. But they're but they're in a in a red state. That's why you're seeing some of this dust up yeah. here with the with the the attorney general of Missouri and and the and the St. Louis with the prosecuting attorney and the police. They're trying to take back over the police force and the prosecuting attorney's right. office due to the fact of their negligence. Um, but it's but it's it's purposeful negligence to create um, these conditions. So then you you bring forth this. It's a, like a cloud and pivot. Where you just overwhelm the system with with people that are uh, you know hooked on the system, and then you bring forth exactly. socialism. Yeah, no, you're you're exactly right. I mean, these big cities, uh, there might be two or three big cities in a state, and they control the whole election cycle, even though the majority of the vote is uh, you know or the or the yeah. uh, largest part of the red start uh, red uh, you know state type of people are yeah. coming from the. Uh, rural areas yeah well you know here is here in missouri you got eric schmidt you got josh hawley and both of them are really going after this um this whole thing with with trump and this this alvin bragg character up there in um the district attorney of manhattan and so uh i i don't yeah i don't think i don't think this is going to materialize i think this is just one of these one another stunt um but you know, it's you know, it's, a, think, it's a it's a it's a mess. I think it's going to end up. Uh, you know what? You're going to see if they come in the court. It's going to be case dismissed. Yeah, we'll see. All right, Miles. I got a, one more caller. Um, but take care of yourself, man. Um, this was in the New American. Trump vows to end neocon establishment. Deep state strikes back. You know, Trump really was talking about smashing the deep state and the real thing in this article about the new american though is trump calling for peace and the military industrial complex cannot tolerate trump calling for peace um and so part of part of the whole thing with this country well this corporation as caesar would say is the the necessity when the when the financial chips are down for us to go fight somewhere and bomb somebody and and rack up some money for the military industrial uh cabal uh let's take chance in west virginia chance what's up yeah hello robert how you been uh i'm not bad what's up Okay, for what it's worth, you, Giuseppe, and Blackbird, I think, get the best callers. And, you know, I got a kick out of your, I like that guy from New York. What was his name? Caesar? Yeah. He made that, he said that phrase, uh, shuckle shuffle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you know what, Robert, you know what I thought of right away? Dig this now, dig this. I thought of that song by the Rolling Stones, Harlem Shuffle. Remember that song? Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, and, and then you mentioned the drugs, and I, and then you know, I'm thinking a little bit further now, and I says, "Wow, how the dirtbags flooded Harlem with the heroin to get the talented black musicians and entertainers hooked on heroin." Remember that? And oh, then yeah. The dirt, yeah, and then the dirtbags flooded China with the opium, and I says, "You know, it's just something to think about how deep and how far this has been going on." Yeah. You know, well, you know, and, a lot uh, of people, a lot of people look at this whole chemical war from China here into the United States, and it, it, they look at it as kind of payback for the opium wars yeah. and, and all that stuff, the Boxer Rebellion, and all that stuff that you know the the British and the, and the United States were involved in hooking them people on uh, opium, and then now. They're like, we got something for you, son. It's called fentanyl, and we got yeah. tons of it coming your way. And hey, and guess what? Robert, we'll they- use it. Well, you we'll use them cartel boys down there to to bring it all up into your country. And they got something new now, Robert. I heard it's called what Trank or something like that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just talking about it with Miles. That Trank dope. It's like xylazine. Oh, okay. It starts with an X. Yeah. Um, it's fu- it's full of this um, horse tranquilizer, and Holy it's shit. really it, it it opens up your it, it it causes open sores and like just like open you know wow, pus filled sores to open up on humans if they take a bunch of it, and so okay, but it really it it really causes those people to be like nodding out to where they're bent over and they're just standing right. in the like kind of in a trance that's what that tranquilizer mixed with the fentanyl does that's why philadelphia okay. you can watch them videos of them just all hunched over and looking like well, something see, out back, of a strange movie see now back in my day i'm i'll be 60 i'll be 63 in a couple of weeks but back in my day when i was a teenager in the 70s right Mm-hmm. They had a horse tranquilizer called, I think it was a pill. It was called like Plastidil or something. Mm-hmm. This was some kind of horse tranquilizer that they pushed. You know, well, the, the, big one, the big one my day was called ketamine, and that was like a cat drug. Ketamine, they called it Special K. And that was a big that was a big uh, drug in kind of like your dance music circles in the 90s and 2000s. Well, see, people have to wake up and realize that we all dabbled in nonsense when we were young. You know, I'm sure you did, I did, we all did, God's basic. But but let me tell you something, people have to realize who's bringing this shit, excuse my language now, I'm sorry, have to realize who's bringing this crap in, who's sponsoring it, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and once And once they realize that point, where it's coming from, who's responsible for this, then their eyes will wake up. And until then, I don't think they will now. Well, Robert, thank you for taking my call now. God bless. All right. See you, uh, Chance. Um, We're now in year one of the new global order, according to the Trilateral Commission. Okay? Um, So... Three decades of globalization, replaced by what be a multi-decade period of globalization defined as fragmented, not free market-based, but industrial policy-based and structurally inflationary. This year, 2023, is year one of this new global order. 
Um, so that's the gang over at the Trilateral Commission. As you can see, year one's real good in this new order, isn't it? Not for us. Not for us little people. Um, they're putting us through the shock so the world can go through a transformation. Okay? The, this transformation of the world order cannot be gradual. Mm-hmm. That was Pro Professor Arturo Brice said that. But, I mean, you know... I saw this article and I sent it around to a lot of people. Black South African, blacks are dismal failure. Give the country back to white people. Um, <laughs> so there's a, there's a good article on Christians for Truth. Um, it's definitely worth a read. Didn't get to a lot of the stuff. Maybe I'll get to some more of it next week in the, as far as the clips go. But uh, I haven't taken calls in a while, so. We'll see what happens this week, folks. Hopefully um, they don't pull the plug all the way and we see chaos and whatever remains to be seen. All right, take care of you and your loved ones. Be ready for what they got. Did you know that essential oils have had a multitude of natural health and skin uses in history, but have been somewhat forgotten by recent civilization? Susanna's Secret offers 100% pure natural oils at prices you can actually afford. Do you have a house or office with a musty smell or mold? Studies have shown that essential oils like the one in our Thief and Robbers blend will kill or inhibit mold, viruses, bacteria, and fungus. Just diffuse with it and you will see the long-lasting effects that even synthetic chemicals don't achieve. Purifica, another one of our products used to clean and freshen your house or give a natural scent when drying laundry. For that special lady, we offer a ginger argan oil in a beautiful cosmetic bottle or a pure argan oil, a natural acne-fighting product. Check us out at SusannaSecret.com. That's S-U-S-A-N-A-S Secret.com. S-U-S-A-N-A-S Secret.com. This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network.